0: Hi, today I want to talk about memories. I'm not sure exactly what I'm trying to say, but I'm going to try to explain what I'm thinking. We all have memories, of course we do, you know, and some memories are available to us all the time. You know, like the day our children were born or the day we, you know, graduated from high school. You know memories that are just sit there. They're always right. They're always ready. We can remember significant details, insignificant details. Those memories are just right there for us to reach in and grab anytime we want. Then there are memories that are a little more buried. And they lay dormant for the most part. And then a song comes on the radio and it we think of a certain person that we've attached to that song or we go to a restaurant and we can remember the last time we were there who we were with. Um, I can remember Sierra Perfume or Sierra Perfume. Um, I haven't smelled it in decades. 30 years probably. And I know that if I smelled that, I would instantaneously think of my mom. She wore that perfume for as long as I can remember. Um, I don't think they make it anymore, but you know, that just smells like my mom. Um, Of course memories that we attach to people are the most significant and random memories that can pop up if a song comes on the radio and it can take you back to high school and take you back to someone that you knew then and that's really nice you know depending on what that attachment is it can make you feel happy or nostalgic or it can make you sad it can make you reminisce and wonder what happened to that person um you know, there that memory's there, it just needs to be released. Now, what is it about a person, a situation, an event that you attach a memory to? Because obviously, we don't attach memories to every single thing that happens to us. Or we do, but they don't register. I mean, you know, we don't remember every single person we meet. We don't remember every single situation we've been in. We don't remember every single time we've done something. Some of them are just not there. And I have, you know, I have significant memories from childhood that um, are not pleasant memories, but they are very significant in my memory bank. But what about the insignificant ones? So let's say you've got these dormant memories that are just sitting back there, up there in your brain, wherever you store your memories. And I guess my question is, if you never heard a specific song again that was attached to that person would you never think of that person again why is it that some people are so prominent in our brains all the time that we've met over the years and then there are some that we would never think of again if it wasn't for finding ourselves in a position or a situation where we're like oh my gosh I haven't thought about that in forever like, where did that come from? I wonder what ever happened to them. What... Are those people just so... In, in, insignificant that we don't... Put any... We don't put... We don't put any importance on them. You know, they're just not people that we choose to remember. Choose to have memories of. I mean, I know that I had several friends, you know, growing up. And, um... I remember, you know, a lot of them. I remember some teachers' names. I can remember my kindergarten teacher's first name. I can remember all my teachers' first names. My long-term memory is the shit. I'm not going to lie. I can remember things that are just pointless. I need to get one of those, you know, dumps where you can, like on your computer, where you can just go clean out the cache or whatever and and, uh, clear up some room for, worthwhile stuff because my, my brain is full jam full of nonsense. My short-term memory is not great. It is not great at all. But, you know, and, and that's different. I mean, of course, that's a different kind of memory. But I guess I just mostly mean people. Why do we remember some people and some people we just don't remember? And not everyone can make that significant of an impact on us that we need that we remember. There's people I'm sure that come into our lives and go, but for whatever reason, we might remember something about them. And then others that we remember every detail about, and then others that just are gone. But then we hear a song, or we drive down the street, or we smell something, and we can instantly recall that person. Otherwise though, they're just gone from our brain. And I think that's interesting. It's as important as you think you are to someone. What kind of memory of you will they have if you left their life? How prominent would you really be in their brain? And how prominent would you be in their brain if you disappeared from their life? Would they remember you all the time? Constantly, everything, um, would they remember you for a while and slowly you would dissipate? Would they not think of you unless some random event triggered you in their brain? How does that work? How, how, How do memories work and how do we define them? I saw the movie a while ago. I've seen it a couple times actually called um the eternal I can't even think of it night now the the word the 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 movie it's um and and we're talking about memories how funny the eternal's uh sunshine of a spotless mind goodness and uh, you know she they have their memories erased to forget people because you want to getting over heartbreak is very difficult and it's one of the hardest things next to death because it is basically death but I will say this that sometimes death might be easier because at least death you know there's nothing heartbreak is knowing someone doesn't want you anymore and they're out there with someone else that makes them happy and that's that's a, quite a different pill to swallow because someone just dies. really, like, You know, they're dead. But when you know that someone doesn't want you, that's difficult to get over. So in this movie, you know, they, they are breaking up and they decide to erase each other from one another's mind so they can't, you don't have to go through that sadness of the breakup. And it's a very interesting concept, I think, you know, because... If you erase a single person from your mind, everything you did with that person has to be erased too, right? So if you went to a football game or if you went out to a restaurant or you saw a movie or you got a dog, let's say and then you erase that person from your mind and then you're at home and you have a dog in your house would you wonder why you have a dog in your house like i don't know i don't even know what i'm trying to say i'm not you know what what my end game here but i'm just wondering about memories and how they work and how they influence and influence us and what they say about the people that are important to us or not important to us You know, there's memories can be beautiful and they can be painful, but we need memories to help us grow, they help us learn. Because sometimes, let's say we have a memory of, of something we did, we can, and we're in a situation again where that same thing is happening, we can look back and say, you know what? When this happened before, I did this and it did not work out. So I'm going to try it this way and see if this is a better outcome. So they are helpful and they are good for us. I mean, obviously, and I'm not saying, I'm not advocating everyone go get their brains erased, but I just am curious as to really why some memories are so prominent in our brains, why some memories are dormant in our brains unless they get triggered and how something just never make an impression on us those are my thoughts I have no like wrap up nice story about it but um this is one this particular iPodcast podcast will go in my memory banks and um I'll if I come to some kind of conclusion I will uh, come back and let you know thank you for listening this has been serendipity